What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another podcast. The All In Podcast episode four is here, and we got another great, great uh, episode for you guys. I'm one of your hosts, Alex Sines, 24-year-old real estate entrepreneur, starting real estate at 18, and over the last few years, closed a few hundred deals, and I want to show you exactly what we're doing, the mistakes we've done, and how you can do it for yourself. And alongside me, we have... What's going on, guys? My name is Sal Shakir. I'm an immigrant, actually, and uh, I became a millionaire in my mid mid-20s. And uh, I it, thanks to real estate, uh, I've done I built in any every business that you can think about, and but real estate was like the catapult that helped me get to the point where I wanted to get. And here we're going to be talking about generally business in, in general, but uh, mainly around real estate. But that doesn't mean it can't apply to any other business. Yeah, absolutely. So we want to make sure this podcast is filled with the the best information, relevant information that you could actually take home and implement. Uh, we're going to be having some of the best guests um, in the industry, uh, just like last season. Uh, it was it was absolutely amazing, and this one's even going to be better. So you said, er, wait, last so, season yeah. you used to say I'm twenty. Tw you're yeah. twenty-one or 20? I, I like to. Uh, yeah, I, I was like twenty-one-year-old real estate entrepreneur, then twenty-two-year-old, then twenty-three, and now I'm twenty-four. I think by the time I get to like thirty, I'm going to stop saying that. <laughs> but anyway, so you, you said got time. you said something. You said uh, you know early millionaire in your mid twenties, and. Um, the topic of today is actually, you know, because was that like my question is like, was that by luck? Was it luck? Was it, you know, were you were you born into a rich family? Was it were you like <laughs> what happened? Not, definitely not born into a rich family. Yeah, uh, we definitely struggled. Uh, you know, when you come from a different country, like a third world country, right? Uh, number one thing is survival. Like that's when you come to the United States, this is what you think about. We think there is like rainbows and butterfly and like money grows on trees. That's what the image of everybody that lives outside the United States. So when we're coming here, we're like, okay, survival. Like that's, we're not get like there is fear of death. Okay. We're not going to die. Absolutely. Right? So financial, financial literacy was really not there. Uh, especially when you come in brand new as a refugee or you come in as so knowing how the economy works, managing money, like it, it was just it was night and day from no, it was so so yeah. So when you're asking me like, oh, well, is, is it by luck? Well, no, because we didn't even think about it. But then life really sets in, and and financial hardship sets in. So you start hustling, you start working, you start, and your ch luck, you get luckier the more chances you take. So is it true if it, if you can say some people get lucky? Well, yeah, they get lucky because they keep trying and trying and trying. So the chances of getting luckier is a lot higher yeah absolutely and the reason i asked that is just today's episode is how to overcome challenges in your business right how to overcome challenges so you can get through that hurdle and actually succeed and and have you know even better results right so the first the first thing we want to talk about is you know for every like million you know every like racks to riches story or just you know going from x to y and becoming a success and all the entrepreneurs that we've talked to They've all gone through a period of resistance. They've all gone through, uh, you know, a, a lot of personal challenges on both, you know, business and personal. And we just want to bring up like the fact that you're going to face challenges in your journey, right? Like challenges are not going anywhere. And you know, I want to talk about the challenges that we faced, you know, getting into the game and having, you know, just having so much resistance faces, you know, head on, and how we overcame that and how we're overcoming the challenges today, right? Because one thing as an entrepreneur is they don't go away. Like they and <laughs> they I sure wish don't. they did and I wish there was a you know you know, just just rainbows and you know, amazing freaking you know, not things to every scare day. People, but, but back yeah. in the day, you know, 
used to see rich people you know talking about getting lot getting sued or like you're like oh there's every 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 time you're a business owner like you're you're making money make sure you have a an attorney uh, uh, on a retainer yeah i really never understood that yeah. i'm like why would you do that like what's what's like, why like? would you waste money on yeah that? and yeah. i'm like is this like a but i don't remember the last time that i woke up and like we're not in the middle of some kind of litigation as yeah, you get I mean, bigger, business, business is is a war. I mean, it's it's not it's not for it's not for the weak, right? And if you feel weak in business right now, then there's a process. You have and to people take. will take advantage of you. Like yeah. some things that you'll be like, "How is this even fair?" And how how is this happening? But it's just part it's part of the game. So, um, so if you're thinking that, oh, I'm gonna face challenges only as the business start just starting the business, no, there's challenges all along until probably the day that you die. Uh, but nothing you can't handle if you prepare yourself. If you do the right things, things you can you can obviously avoid. Uh, there is the right way of doing it, and hence there is a lot of successful entrepreneurs that became they weren't successful. They became successful, and they died happily. Have they died happy, and then they 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 left their fortune to their family. Meaning is that they didn't like shut down the business before they before their time expired, right? So this yeah. is enough enough uh, proof I need. No, absolutely. <clears throat> and one thing is, man, for me, like I found that most of my business problems have always been because of personal problems, right? So it's like the per like I, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs and and just real estate guys in general, they'll try to separate the two, right? But it's no secret that, like if you have a really bad morning like with your wife, and then you're going into an office, like that energy does come into the office, right? Whether you accept it or not. So like being able to understand like, okay, here, here I'm facing resistance in the morning or I'm facing resistance with, you know, with, with personal, my personal life, like that does create an impact on the business side. And the more that you can become aware of those things um, and, and overcome those quicker, right? Because here, here's a secret, like, well, it's not really a secret, but there's always going to be challenges, but the secret in, in getting over that is the like the one that wins is the one that can overcome it the quickest mm -hmm. right like if we if we you know if we're driving here in the morning and you know there's you know we 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 face you know individually you know road rage right <laughs> and then and then i get all mad and angry and then you just uh whatever you just don't even sweat it and you continue on with your day i'm you know that reaction time like can really affect me versus somebody that just gets over it quickly and obviously you just can't get over everything quickly, right? Like if Absolutely. personal family, somebody yeah. screws you over, like you, you know, you, there's a way to do that. Like you're not just going to forget it. Otherwise you're, otherwise you're, you're ignorant to it. Absolutely. But there's under like just the awareness of it is just a beautiful thing because if you don't fix that or heal that quick, uh, you know, fast, then it can, it can really uh, affect you in the business side. So personal, so one of my mentors says, Hey, it's never really, per it's never business problems in the business, it's personal problems in the business, right? So for a lot of you guys starting, um, what I would say is, you gotta start cleaning house on your personal stuff, right? The, the relationships that you're hanging out with, uh, the negative people, the toxic people. I mean, I kept toxic people in my life for far too long, right? Like I think we all we all like, have, as, some people continue to do even if they know it, it's just part of their, yeah. it becomes part yeah. of their you know routine. Uh, but I wanted to to actually highlight something. You said if you have if you face some road rage today, some people say, okay, leave leave the baggage at the door. Is this a true statement that can someone just leave the baggage like no. or like this the bad stigma at the door when they when they enter the office? 
No. It's a perception. It's a perception. But I do believe that you can be aware of it. And just because you're feeling something doesn't mean you have to project it on other people. Right. So it's like, and in, I, we know a lot of people that do that. It's like, <laughs> if they have a bad day, they want everybody else to feel that way with them. Um, but it, it's not welcome. Like I, I make it clear. Like I, it's not welcome. Yeah, like, I'm, my, I'm, it's not I'm welcome. I'm eating my this life. candy is going to make me fat. You know what? You want you this, you want this yeah. candy too. So, so <laughs> those are the things that you got to look out for. But as far as like if road rage or somebody, you know, something, something happens in the morning, like obviously we're human. We feel emotions. We're going to feel it. But then having that emotional intelligence to not project and allow just yourself to process it, that is the key. But yeah, you can't just leave it at the door. If something traumatic happens, you can't just wake up tomorrow and just forget it and stash it in the back Absolutely. of your mind. And some people do like stuff things in the back of their mind. But what ends up happening is over years, it builds up and builds up and then they crash. Right. Because they do they don't um, apply significance to what happened and they just they just downplay it. They downplay it, and then it builds up and builds up. And then it creates a crash. So, yeah, to answer your question, you can't just leave everything. It's how you handle it. It's how you handle it that really matters. And understand that this. So uh, when I first met Carlos, when we started the business, Carlos was just telling me that he's like, Sal, you were a stress ball. Like you were the most stressed person I know in my entire life. And not saying that I don't stress nowadays, but back in the day, I used to carry a lot of stress and and and. It just kept piling up, piling up. And you, I think you remember when I, at the very beginning of, yeah. of our real estate journey, how stressful it was. Yeah. Um, past couple, past few years, three years or four years, I've been managing it a lot better. But I think part of what, part of what you just said is how you mat, how you actually accept it. How do you, what can you control? And one of our uh, mentors told us there's two things you can control. Um, actions and attitude. That's it. Nothing if, else. Yeah. yeah, you have you have to think about this, and if you can't control that, then you really can't. Your 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 life will spiral out of control. If someone says th- something to you, then you can't really control their actions. You can only control your attitude, right? So you can control your actions and your attitude toward that person. So don't let an external thing affect your life. You might have a flat tire. Yeah, it could be, it it could be a bad morning for you, but that could have prevented you from having a bad accident. I could have prevented you from <clears throat> from something worse. So things happen for you. I think that's part of part of us like trying to accept things is we say things happen for a reason. Things happen to you, not for uh, things happen for you, not to you. Yeah, and I will say like it's not what happens to you; it's how you react, right? If we were just to keep it simple, it, it's that alone. It's like it's not what happens; it's how you react, and and that that alone is a secret. And for me, it's that can be applied to personal and business, right? If you're going, if you if you're losing a deal or something, or maybe you're having a really bad month, or maybe you're not getting the traction or leads that you want, um, it's it's not what happens to you. Like that is, you know, it, it ultimately it's like, okay, what are you gonna, what are you going to do mm-hmm. to find a solution and fix it? And <clears throat> and if you if you're experiencing the low, you best believe you can experience the high, mm-hmm. right? Like w- early in my journey. When I was like month six without getting a deal, because it took me nine months to get a deal, month six, I'm like, it, it can't get lower than this, right? And it absolutely could have, like it could have got worse, right? But I'm like, I'm living at my friend's house. I'm, t- I'm taking the bus to the state fairgrounds because I was working there mm-hmm. uh, for $6 an hour. That's a different story. But I'm like, it can't it can't get worse than this. I'm like, let me just keep going. Let me just keep going. And come to find out, you know, it turned out pretty, it, pretty good. Think about this. If you didn't go through that, because 
life, obviously your life, there's many, many decisions you can take, but without you facing these kind of difficulties, yeah. do you think you would have overcame other difficulties in, in life to help you be a businessman that you are today? No, not, not, not at all. And, and that's, no, not at all. Like to, but to think about it now, you're like, I don't want to be in that situation. It's like someone said, someone was telling me the other day, uh, because we we're talking about this particular person. They're like, oh, let them fail. Let, you know, uh, you should, you should, you should be broke so you can experience and, 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 you know, uh, flourish and, and fly. And I'm like, but it's easier to say, but who wants to put themselves in that position? It's not like you say, okay, I'm going to be very broke. I'm going to live this horrible lifestyle so I can do better. Unfortunately, that's not the way it goes. You don't, it's not really self-inflicted, but you should embrace it if it's happening to you so you can actually come, come out on the winning side after. Um, hopefully, that, I'm, I'm, hope, I'm trying to make sense of this. No, no, for sure. It's not like, self-inflicted. It's external that, that brings it to your life, but you have to accept it. Don't try to put yourself in a bad situation just so you can have a better yeah, situation. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, you know, if, if I'm going to learn through my mistakes or somebody else's mistakes, I'm going to take somebody else's mistakes. Absolutely. Like 10 <laughs> times out of 10, right? And, and, uh, and there's like plenty of quotes on that, you know, learning through other people's mistakes. That's why it's super important to be watching podcasts and educating yourself because these like million dollar mistakes that we share on this podcast, you guys can avoid those, right? Um, and it saves you a lot of time, pain, and, and, and money. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it is embracing the journey. It's not, it's not what happens to you. It's how you react. And speaking just on the resistance, like in my personal life, when I was, you know, and I'm still going through resistance, I'm not, I'm not here saying I'm perfect. Um, but in the beginning, during those moments, you hate it, but then you realize like, man, th those all served a purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Like those dark moments, those moments of just depression and just like being lost, they served a purpose, right? Because mm -hmm. they showed you, um, they showed you a part of yourself um, that ultimately enhanced the other side, right? Like there would be no light without the darkness. Like how would you know love if you don't know hate, right? That's like that's deep. That's it. It's it's, it's true though. Like yeah. how do we how do we um, like uh, for us like you know we're all human. Like I hope I hope everybody's here is human, <laughs> but like we know the feeling of love like because we felt it through just our experiences. But we wouldn't know the feeling of love without hate, like because we know what hate feels like. We've all felt hate in our heart towards something, a situation, a person, etc. So all those like amplify each other. So like in those moments, like I look back in those moments, and now all that does for me is make me. It makes me more grateful for today, right? Yeah. And and uh, and and th that's a gift. It's like man, if I can look back in my life and be grateful for every single thing—the good, the bad, the ugly, the great, the disgusting like all of it like and and be grateful for all that makes me feel whole because everything combined every experience every emotion is it creates wholeness so for for me like just to relay it back to the subject here's like overcoming challenges you gotta you gotta find gratitude for the journey you're on whether you're struggling now whether you struggled in the past it's not it's not forever and you have the ability to control your reality by adopting habits and taking the actions in which are going to lead you to success and hopefully we're outlining that in this podcast like hey do this do this do this this works this doesn't and take action right but you have to embrace the journey right which is our next subject like embrace the journey because it's not it's not forever right like i mean we're here this earth has been around for millions of years and we're only here for 80 
80 years, you know, I don't know, 100 if we're lucky. Right. Definitely if you're right. super lucky. Yeah, if you're super lucky, right? So <laughs> it, we have a finite amount of time. And if you're just fixated on the resistance and just the challenge, it can it's, it's going to be a really long and hard life if you don't accept the fact that you can actually change it. And you can change it. Like, Absolutely. Like in those moments, because, uh, man, I I imagine for you, like for those that don't know South's story, like there's probably a few times that you didn't even know you were going to wake up the next day, right? Back back in the Middle oh, East. Oh, absolutely. Like, in those moments, like, I mean, talk about a challenge. Like, what what did you tell yourself? Or did you, like, what was the mindset? It was, man, it was just, like, those, those, I tried not to think about those days because it was so bad that we were all sleeping in one room, like me, my brother, my mom, my dad, and my grandma, and we were locking the doors because we got broken into the house twice and they shot my dad and thankfully he's he's okay but you start playing scenarios like i remember every night there is a scenario that i would play in my right. head and it, some of those scenarios are the same scenario that i played mm -hmm. before but then i add on to it what would happen if this what would someone puts a gun to my mom's head and and say i don't know like they just there is demands or whatever they want and you keep playing these scenarios and you think at some point at, at some point, I would I wish like I would not have to wake up like the next day because I don't want to deal with the next night of that. Like it was that, so that, bad that, that fear that, that fear, it was so scary. Like it was it would be so scary sleeping and watching the under the door the, the you know the shadow light from yeah. behind the door. Yeah, and there's a because my mom used to stay up at night and she used to she used to watch it in case there's someone behind the door. Right, she, because that's the first time they broke in, she saw shadows, and and I'm like, mom, it's okay. Go to sleep. I'll watch, and it, I'm scared. I'm I'm a kid. I'm like How old are 12, you at this time? twelve years old, 12? or it's, it's, yeah, like very hundred pounds. Young. Twelve years old, like yeah. small, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's kind of scary, you know, and sleeping with a knife next to you and a gun, and it, like it's just it's you don't know what's gonna happen. But you know what? The hope, the hope that we had that we're gonna come out of this, and you know, here we are. Um, that's all we needed. Almost like, and I'm going to try to pivot this in the business sense. You know, when you're against the wall and like everything feels like it's against you, then you see light. Like Alex was saying, there's dark, there's light, right? So you, you, you're very hopeful. And I'm going to shift it to, to, to entrepreneurship. When you're against the wall, the greatest idea comes to your mind because now you're in survival. Like now, now you're like, how can I come out of this? Like your, your, your whole focus is I need to survive. And when you're talking about survival, especially in, in this country, a lot of it is financial survival. It's not, you know, life-threatening or, or, or any of that, but it's it's yeah. financial. So what do you, probably the, the biggest companies got established because of a hardship and they were all, they had all the time in the world to think about right. how can I do something good for my life? And they built it and they did it uh, versus someone who's enjoying their life the whole, their whole time. They don't even have enough time to think about hardship to to change their situation because they're they're all they think about is you know doing their nine to five, coming home, picking up a six pack, drinking some beer, and 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 that's it. Yeah, numbing numbing themselves. Yeah, exactly numbing themselves. So they don't even know they're not in a good state, which is fine. Some people are happy with that, but for some people that don't think this is this is the way they should live, I think being in a hardship is the perfect scenario that I think God presents to you that you can overcome that. That it, it makes you it makes you wonder what else is there? How can I overcome this? How what what other people are doing? It, it really makes you self reflect. Yeah, I think I think look every challenge, every 
every moment of resistance is just the barrier to your success, right? It is just a barrier. And even like there is resistance in everything, right? Like you go to like, perfect, perfect example. You go to, you know, you go to a vacation with your family, right? It's supposed to be a, a calm, fun, exciting trip. And then what do you, what do you face with? Like you're faced <laughs> with resistance, right? We don't yeah. got to go into the details, yeah. but my point is like, man, like every every trip that I take, there's always some type of resistance. And now I'm like looking for the resistance. I'm not going in like trying to like touch okay. a cactus <laughs> or something. But I'm like, okay, let me be aware of it because it's gonna come. And once it, and every time like that I that I overcome the resistance, whether it's like on a trip or business or project, um, right after like at, almost immediately, if not like really really soon after that, it's like just flourishing. Like it just like you just you just rise. Absolutely. Right? It's almost like, like a test. It is. Yeah, it is like, you know, yesterday we had a test on the real estate side. We had, a you know, buyers getting greedy mm-hmm. and it kind of messed up one of our, our deals. I'm like, nope, let me let me call somebody. We'll get it fixed. And then within 30 minutes, it was fixed. But it was like, OK, I could like I could just like uh, not do anything and just pray and hope for the best and hope that this buyer and this other human or do something about in, it or I could do something about it. Yeah. Right. So when you're faced with resistance, it's not, hey, I'm going to turn the other way. Because again, that is a barrier to your success. If you overcome that, you're gonna either learn how to not mess up again, or learn how to do the do it the right way, or you're just gonna get to the goal or outcome that you desire, right? And in in uh, in business, one thing for sure is more money, more problems, and there is always gonna be problems in the business, right? And like for like in the next five years, do you think in five years we'll have zero problems? God no, I mean <laughs> <laughs> the awkward pause, like uh, no. <laughs> right. So what do we have to do as business owners and 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 personal capacity? That's it. Increase capacity. Yeah. Uh, be aware of of the issues. Make make sure that if there is a potential, this is the way I like to think. Um, and we actually experience that in, in a lot of the meetings. That when yeah. we have a meeting, I always think like years and years and years ahead. And I'm like, what if this happens? And I think that always helps us out because yeah. we kind of prepare for uh, an issue that might come. Obviously, you're not going to cover everything. There's no way you're going to cover everything. But yep. be aware that there is problems and question what kind of problems that's going to come and kind of talk about it and put it in place, especially if you're like starting a new company or opening a new department in a company. Don't you think there's going to be problems in that department? I Think about it. Like if there's two other departments that you have and there's a third one that you're opening up, find out the other the two two departments' problems and apply it to the third one and then build from there because it's going to have its own problems. But by doing so, you're you're um, you're anticipating problems. You're anticipating that, hey, there is some things I have to I have to fix along the way. It's not going to be rainbows and butterfly along the way, but at least you have you have the capacity, you have the understanding of overcoming it. And not leaving too much gray area. I had I had this. Uh, I've been given this advice for the longest time, and uh, someone just told me he's like I. Someone just texted me Amir. He's like, man, I'm they're very thankful, you know, for the advice that you've given me. And one of them that that he listed, he's like, I learned this, this, this. And one of them he listed, he said, there is you talk about black and white, and there's very little gray. I hate the gray area, and when it comes to business, the gray area could be emotional. Um, you know, you could, emotion feelings could lead like to hiring and firing someone or other emotional feelings that for doing business. And, and the more gray areas you have the, and then the next time you face a gray area and it's related to this, to the other gray area, it it just becomes an entanglement of, of this, this, uh, 
this mess of entanglement with other issues that you you just try to fixate just you're like let's keep it great let's fix it let's band-aid it but then 10 other problems come and you link it well you did this because of that and then yeah. now the, the other problem becomes a lot bigger because you base it off the gray area yeah so example if you have if you have um, if one of the team members have a unique scenario and the payout has to be different between two or three people and then you made a band-aid solution for that because thinking that's not going to happen again and then a year from now you had another problem and then you're trying to fix this problem is a really really big problem and now you have to fix that problem but the, your team member is going to look well you fixed it a year ago by doing this so now you're you're actually going to fix it the wrong direction again right um, I know I'm getting like very, very granular to a specific issue that I probably had uh, recently or, or before. You don't have to relate to it, but what I'm saying is the, the, the more that you have a definitive answer to yes or no when it comes to business, the, easy, the more peace of mind that you'll have. Yeah, no, yeah, avoid the maybes. It's a, yeah. but, the, but we do a lot of babies. The, the problem we do, is we do. But in, every in time, time it kind of bites us. It does, and every yeah. time you 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 end up losing or other team members losing because you know it becomes a snowball of of these big problems that over and over and over and it becomes one two three four five six problems yep you know combined yeah so my advice was to to operate in the black and white as much as possible it's a yes or a no there's a maybe try to get it as close as possible to the yes or the no that's it yeah and you 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 mentioned something that I loved it's um so it's like when you when we come up with something or we're strategizing or whatever it is on business you're always thinking long term it's like and i think it's important to always think like worst case scenario right like and this has has everything to do with overcoming challenges what if you can spot the challenges before you even like start <laughs> like oh maybe like and that's why it's important to start learning through other people's mistakes because then it's like okay i, I could face this challenge you know life work balance i could face that challenge uh you know my weight i could face that challenge right yeah. so all that is is it's called preventative measures, right? Like, like would you like you, like actually question for you? Fun little question. Would you follow a? So okay, there's two generals, right? Okay. And say it's like I don't know Sedona or something, and <laughs> and uh, you know hundreds and hundreds of years ago, mm -hmm. and there's two generals. One general um, is like, hey, um, you know, we want to, you know, we we might get attacked tonight. We just want to make sure that we cover the front access, mm -hmm. right? And then the other general is like, all right, guys, like, I want to make sure that we get everything, every corner figured out. They could attack from there. They could attack from there. They could attack from there. Let's 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 look at all the worst case scenario possibilities and let's make sure we're just prepared for it. Like, which general would you follow? Oh, of course. I want to get I wanted the guy that prepares. The chance of survival is a, is lot, a lot better with versus <laughs> like, no, hey, like we yeah, we may just get attacked from the front no I, and i and i i want the general that talks about covering and i want to talk, i want the general that talks about the positive like winning the war or yeah. so so but, but the the positive the winning the war can't be done without factoring every worst case scenario and Absolutely. a lot of people are like oh but that's thinking negative like no that's preparing yourself for, we used to think like that right we, we used like no like, we don't yeah i, I did i did yeah. for sure i'm like you know i'm just gonna hope for the best but <laughs> but, but hoping for the best is the general that's gonna get his whole tribe killed yeah right versus the general's like you know what let's land out let's put everything on, on you know on paper and let's put every worst case scenario and some sometimes it's awkward to do that like it is because it's some serious conversation well, so, some com some tough conversation i'm sure you've had plenty yeah, of tough many, conversation in many. your in, in your company let's not even talk about personal life, but let's say in your company how do you do you obviously it, it doesn't get easier every time it doesn't yeah uh, it, 
But do you yeah. try to avoid those nowadays, or do you no, embrace I, it? No, I embrace it. I let people like I, I let I let my team know. Like if somebody's like, "Hey, the vision's not aligning," mm -hmm. or you're planning doing your own thing, hey, I'd rather I'd rather now because it's gonna cost me this. Okay, so like, I'm I'm very clear. Have you have you have you uh, let some things go, and what happened after? It, but it comes and bites me where it's where I'm lenient and. Does passive. it affect you only though? No, it affects it... the team. It affects the tribe. Right. If, 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 if one person is covering the West wing of our building, we're getting attacked and that person has a different agenda. The other three wings may have they may be 100 percent committed, but because that person, it, it really hurts the team. Well, the reason I'm asking this, because I think some people might be listening to this, but they don't know they're the general. Like you have to, at some point, you have to understand that you're if you're the business owner or like you're one of the business owners or you have you're, you're a leader in your organization, you need to know that. You have the power of changing things. You can't just Absolutely. hope that the next. You can't hope that the person next to you is a general. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's very true. We fall into that that problem, thinking, oh, so, well, I put some managers in place; they'll handle that issue. Well, no, you, everybody has to be moderated at some point. And obviously, if they do such a good job for a long time, then they can they can flourish and fly. But you have to watch them. You can't just hire someone and think think they're gonna do the best best yeah, job possible. Yeah, there has to be a, a level of accountability. Absolutely, and hierarchy so, for sure. So welcome, welcome those type of tough conversation because we actually just had a tough conversation, and the reason I'm talking about this, we just had one not even a week and a half ago, and it was super uncomfortable. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, and uh, even my business partner Carlos, um, he's like, "Man, I was having some kind of anxiety." I'm like, you know what? But we needed this. We can't. We were we were operating on this, you know, like very, very peaceful type. Of, and I'm not saying it's, it's it's aggressive or anything. It's just like very nonchalant type of meetings. And no, I, business is war, and when there's lives on the line, figuratively, then yeah. you gotta you gotta address that. Yeah, absolutely. So I I'm like, you know what? We're changing things. So I I went in like the and I'm like, I'm gonna be the a hole. I'm gonna be the general. Like this this, and and like literally, I told one of or I love this gentleman yeah. that works with us. But I said, look, I'm not gonna cater to your feelings. I'm gonna cater to the company because in the company there's everybody, including you. And yes, it was tough to say that, but. It was the most realistic thing that we can talk about to right. save to save the company or to to flirt to make the company flourish. Right. So, I I personally start welcoming these type of conversations, and I urge everybody that's listening to yes have those tough tough conversations. Obviously, don't make it a nightmare. Don't just have tough conversation. Have good conversation. <laughs> Celebrate. Yeah. But if there is something to be addressed, don't be don't shy away from that because the more that you resist that, the more you. Um, you make it feel like it's it's all rainbows and butterflies. Your organization is actually getting weaker without you knowing the it. The bigger and, the buildup, yeah. Yeah, and then the weak, and then the competition will will kind of gobble you at that point because yeah. you became your organization became so weak. So try to avoid doing that. Yeah. So if you have, so if you have a challenge or, or resistance in personal and business, right? We're, we like to make this both, but you know, more specifically to business for this podcast, um, you know. Go ahead first with it. You know, if you have an awkward conversation with somebody or a lender or a relationship or a business partner that's not putting in the equal amount of work, whatever it is, I don't know what it is for you guys, but you just want to embrace those conversations. Now, let's give let's give everybody watching this uh, some tips to overcome resistance. Um, I might give you the first one is you for sure. That's yeah. like you're you're the epitome of this. Yeah. So number one, positive mindset, right? It, Again, as a as a general, you want to think worst case scenarios, but that is just preventative measures. That's not what you want, right? You just want to be, you just want to cover all grounds, right? But for a positive mindset, 
always envision the best outcome, right? Always envision the best outcome. And if you continue to, just to embrace every single point of resistance, I promise you, resistance is just a barrier to your success, to that happy feeling of getting something accomplished. Um, on the faith side, I mean, I think I think uh, I'd be I think it'd be important for you to cover just that because I don't know how much more faith you need to be able to live through nights where you feel like you're going to get shot and, and, and killed. Right. Like that's like like I, I have immense amount of faith, but I've never been in that situation where it's like, OK, what kind of faith do you need to like like did you see the, the light? Like what what's going on there? So personal or business? Well, I'm giving that scenario because we talked about it earlier. Okay. So and for, back home in the Middle East. Back so personal. I, I think that was like the worst. It made me who I. I made me a man before I was a man. Right. So I'm very grateful for that. Now I can say this today. So what did that do in business? Because they correlate. Oh my God! Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I, I don't think I would have been a businessman at all without because I think it it gave me so much resilience. Like I, be I became resilient at a very young age. Like and Iron I, Man. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I felt like, yeah. trust me, when I first came to the United States, after overcoming that, like facing someone shooting at you and then there is an empty mag and then like at a young age, like I can, I can run through the scenarios and it, it's just ugly seeing your dad's bleeding, then your cousin getting killed and trying to reach the hospital. And like, there's so many things scenarios that you see it's so ugly then you come over here and you're like this is nice like i can go to the hospital and find blood i like that you, yeah, can't, you can't do that like back home it wasn't like that if i if i'm like have a life-threatening emergency i can go to the hospital and be saved do i don't need to bring the money up front like there is damn yeah. there's things that you you're like oh there the, the streets are nice there's there is no uh there's there wasn't there was yeah. yeah there is actually there's no bombing that happened you know it's, it's, yeah. it's so you're like this is nice there's there's electricity every day every day we have electricity yeah. in the united states i'm like wow that like i didn't experience that living mm -hmm. back home so we used to have a generator and we used to be with that power and in then 130 degrees weather tough yeah at no ac for four or five hours 130 degrees so it, it was tough right but while living in it you're like that's kind of just the way of life so the we weren't worried about this we're just worried about survival but this is what I can say, that whatever happened, I always saw that there's people that made it. So the biggest faith, that, so talking about faith, the biggest faith was other people made it. Other people survived and other people lived and like they, they went. So the, the proof of concept. So for me, because I'm a very analytical person, so when it comes to business, if the biggest faith I have is someone else did it, I could do it better. This is like my, like, if I had to summarize everything that I have in, in business faith is someone else did it, I can do it better. I'm just as good, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah, and and that's that's that brings me that that makes me more faithful. Yeah, that, 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 that's but, all the faith I know. No, need. that that's 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 millionaire mindset right there. Billionaire mindset. It's like <laughs> the proof of concept, right? Like once you see somebody do it, that's why it's so important to network, because you'll be around those conversations like, huh, okay. You did I this, can, I can do it too. Yeah. And then like the light bulb goes off, right? It does. We don't have to reinvent the wheel at yeah. all. So on the faith side, it, man, faith is is accumulated in my opinion, right? Because it, the challenges and resistance that you'll face in your life, that ultimately builds up your capacity and your faith. So you go through all those things. Now your faith is like, I can get through anything. Well, scenarios. So the more scenarios that you have, 
yeah. The, the more that scenarios that you've solved before, it gives you faith of solving yeah. more, more. The more scenarios. confidence, yeah. more resilience you build. And I, you know, I, I want to share this because when I heard it, it like it just struck my heart. It was, uh, you know, your confidence and your faith in yourself is a reflection of the faith and confidence in your Creator, right? Mm. So not to get religious here, or, <clears throat> but for me, like, man, like having the inner faith and the inner confidence is just a reflection in what I believe up there, right? So. Um, for me, it just keeps it keeps me going. Uh, another super important tip for you guys to overcome resistance, you know, a few things here, setting goals. Um, and, and for that, you, you have to have a plan of action. So if you if you're facing if you're faced with the challenge, you got to subsequently know the next steps on what to do. And you don't have to know the 10 steps to do, but you have to take that first step and then it leads you to the next. Right. So setting goals. So if you're can you can you have because I, I think you're um, you're one of the people that I know that have goals every single day and you actually apply it and using using some tools with your phone and calendar and, and all the that. calendar. So how simple is that? It's very simple. I mean, it, so one, you, you got to and that's that's one of our process. So one. And actually, let's talk about that now. So, look, three-step process, right, for that. One, you got to be aware of what's going on, right? You got to have the awareness of, hey, okay, this is where I am. This is the challenge that I'm faced with. And this is a resistance that is happening in my personal life or business, right? The second thing is you got to accept the truth, right? Like, okay, I'm maybe I'm not a good closer, right? Maybe I, I'm not a good cold caller. You confirm that. Maybe problem. I'm not a good business owner. Like, but... So you got to confirm it for yourself instead of, you know, instead of putting it to the side and, and just tricking yourself into thinking you're the greatest gift on earth. You got to be honest with yourself and say, hey, you know, I'm not in the sh in the best shape of, of my life. I'm, I'm not I'm not, you know, the closer that I want to be or the real estate investor that I want to be. So it's awareness of like, hey, this is where I am. Acceptance. OK, this is what I have now. And then the, the third thing is finding the solution. Right. And to relate it back to setting goals, the solution is an action plan accountability help from somebody opening up yourself and being vulnerable for you know to be able to receive feedback and, and wisdom and if you do that over and over again you know just be aware you know accept the reality and create a new reality by setting a goal um or or just finding solutions that i mean i do that it's a formula daily it's a formula yeah so so let's 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 play a scenario uh for someone who's watching this and just starting or trying to start they want to open up XYZ company, a real estate investment yeah. firm, a wholesale company, whatever that is. What would you say the first step is? Uh, start smaller goals or big goals first and then work backwards? You got you to build your, your, your confidence, right? So one thing, like, yeah, you can set big goals, right? My personal philosophy is you have to, it's like setting goals and achieving goals is like a muscle, right? So, like, you got to start with a five-pound dumbbell, Yep. Right. And then build yourself up. So a five pound dumbbell to correlate it to setting goals is saying, hey, I'm going to wake up six in the morning and hit a 30 minute workout. Mm -hmm. Right. And and I'm going to do that five days a week. And so you do that five days a week and you just keep it simple, even if it's 10 minutes. Like but what you want to do is you want to train your mind to believe in you. Because our minds sometimes don't believe in us. We'll tell ourselves, oh, we're going to do this. And our minds are like, doing it, yeah. You're, yeah, you're you're full of shit. Right? <laughs> like, that's what it really is. So, like, so everything we tell ourselves isn't automatically accepted by our, our conscious or subconscious at times. So you have to, in order to set goals, like, you got to you gotta really build up that, that goal muscle, mm -hmm. right? And, and start with smaller goals. That, and then eventually you'll have a compounding effect. Mm -hmm. And then it'll transition to the belief 
and bigger goals. When I set a bigger goal now, I really believe I could do it, right? Because I have this track record with myself of like, okay, I do this, this, this. Your this. belief system My is belief strong. system is stronger. But in the beginning, I didn't, if you said you can make million dollars a share, I, I, I would so, never believe it because so there was no track record. So let's let's get a little bit more granular on this. So for someone wants to make uh, $50,000 or let's do $100,000 a year. So that could be mm -hmm. the ultimate goal and and then in between that, it could be small goals, setting like what do you do in the micro daily goals, routine yeah. and micro goals. But you do need, you need to have some kind of like vision where you're gonna reach. But this this hundred and the reason I'm talking about this is because your big goal right now is a hundred thousand dollars. Is that gonna always be the big goal? Hundred thousand dollars what? A year. I'm saying for someone for someone. Oh, I was like for so me. You're, you're, I was you're, like you're, you're, <laughs> that's not my goal. What I'm right. saying is yeah. So you, sometimes your big your big goals become become the small goals. That's what comes Yo, next. Yeah, that, that, it does so, happen, yeah. But you have to, it's it's almost like you got to give yourself that proof of concept. Like when you hit your first 50 or 100K month, like you have the formula. Like you, you, you and that's- Concept's that's proven. Huge, like the concept's proven. I could do it again and I could do it better. And and you realize when you hit those goals, like, man, I could have done a lot of other things way better. Well, the reason I say this is because some, someone is going to say, I want to be a billionaire. Well, no, you have to be, a, you want to have, you have to be a hundred thousand air first. Yeah. And then- a millionaire, then a billionaire, right? So there are steps to that. So, so maybe your biggest goal should be more realistic before putting some unreal. You can always shift that as you grow. You'll shift that. Yeah. So yeah. There, yeah and there's two things, right? So it's, it's a macro goal and then a micro goal. So macro goal is I want to be a billionaire. The big micro one. goal is I got to become a decamillionaire before I, you know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, up level to the next, you know, step. But yeah, you have to have a macro goal and micro goals, and then your micro goals. Man, we could do a whole podcast on goals. Yeah. I love but your mi micro goals, you know, I like to call it success indicators where it's, you know, doing things that are money producing activities that lead to that result. So, for example, if my goal is 100,000 a month, I know I got to generate 25k a week. Okay, what does that uh, equate to to uh, you know, uh, each each individual day? How many hours? What right? kind of, what what tedious details? Yeah. So then so do? then I get a, a dollar amount for a day and then I do it per hour. So I work, you know, eight, 10 hours a day, whatever. And then those, those tasks immediately can, you know, correlate to that, that hourly goal. How and does your calendar look? I, I, w I would love for the camera <laughs> to see like your calendar. Yeah. How, how organized is your tasking per day? Oh, very organized. It's going to be hard to show, but yeah. I mean, I don't know if you could see that. I mean, it's, it's like a color coded. Yeah. I got my task and trips. I got a flight later. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah. I feel like without my calendar today, I'm lost. No, I, I I live off my calendar because it's easy to forget things. Definitely, like I would forgot about this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but 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 that that's just I mean that's just getting organized for sure. But um, when it when it comes to goals, I mean just make sure that Stick you have a plan of action, execute, work on your success indicators, you know, and correlating it back to what we talked about earlier, six uh, actions and attitude, right? So. In order to get that goal, you got to control those two things, your actions and attitude. And your actions, you could actually get like micro steps to do it, right? Absolutely. So, man, that was, uh, yeah, that's the process. Uh, man, what a podcast. What a podcast. What I, a didn't, po I didn't expect it to be to go like this. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. I, I learned a lot just listening and, and <laughs> just refreshing. Guys, uh, two, two huge announcements uh, if you've made it to the end of this podcast. One, we're having a free pop-up. We're partnering all in and sub in the sub-two community. Pace Morby, we're doing a pop-up 
together free in here in phoenix october 13th you can go to phxmeetup.com to get registered it's free but it is limited so make sure if you're watching this go do that now uh second announcement we're throwing our last momentum of the year if you don't know what momentum is it's a two-day workshop helping you scale and grow your business where we walk over step by step our entire blue blueprint on how we're doing it and how we did it and how you can do it so if you're interested in that reach out to any of us or go to attendmomentum.com and go get registered um, we are doing what's called a hybrid event so it's 30 people in the office and the rest is virtual so if you want to be in the office it's vip experience that's like 80 uh, percent full right now um, however if you just want to do virtual there is that option as well attendmomentum.com and with that said another great episode episode four is in the books any last words Keep grinding. Keep grinding. Keep pushing. We'll see you guys next week. Let's go.